You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. McFarlane, McFarlane Energy, thanks so much for sponsoring the Brad Foe Show all season long. Subscribe, rate, review, leave a nice review, listen, and then, then subscribe again so you can know when the Bradfoe Show is dropped and we're dropping some almost every single day. Uh, short ones, medium ones, long ones, it doesn't matter. It's all worth the time, all worth the effort. The last one, obviously, everyone's talking about sitting down with Tristan Cassis, the guy who might get a fire truck tattoo behind his ear. Uh, he, I don't know if you've ever heard of him. He's also playing first base for the Boston Red Sox. He was the last one sat down, uh, at Fenway park with Coop and myself. So, um, go subscribe and you get more of those. And just because the season's winding down, we have just begun. We have just begun, but we want to finish off this week by, uh, in case you missed it, maybe you didn't get the end of the time bloom podcast i'm sure you did most people did it was a long one it was about an hour but still it was it was riveting it was obviously most people said you know what i'm gonna power through this entire hour because i can't leave my speakers it's that riveting but in case you didn't the end of it i asked a couple questions about team building for next year and uh specifically are you going to prioritize getting more home runs because i don't know if you know this the Red Sox have not hit a lot of home runs. They just s- simply haven't. You go back to, you look at where they're sitting heading into the Toronto series. I mean, right now they have 151 total home runs. In 2019, conversely, they had 245. This is the lowest they've ever had since 2014. And before that, you know, it, it, you have to go way, way back before 2000 to find a team that didn't hit it, that very many home runs. But this is a team, a Red Sox team, that was supposed to hit, I don't know if you know this, was supposed to hit more home runs, specifically from the DH spot, only 17 home runs there. And it should be noted that uh, I believe the five of the seven teams with the most home runs out of the DH spot uh, are our playoff teams right now. The Angels uh, are one of them there at the top of the heap, and we all know why. I mean, poorly constructed roster. But almost everybody else in this first year of having the universal DH, you have a DH that ho- hits home runs. And J.D. Martinez was supposed to. Um, we, we go back to the J.D. Martinez podcast that we did, the sit-down for him to explain what happened there and how he viewed it. Again, another tease to another podcast, J.D. Martinez. But they have to find a solution. Also, right field. Remember, Hunter Renfro, he I don't know if you know this, he had over 30 home runs last year. This year, out of the right field spot, the Red Sox have 12. 12 home runs. That's fourth fewest. Only the Royals at 11, the Padres at 9, and the Tigers. Holy mackerel, they only have five. But... Every other team, good teams, good teams. Yankees, Dodgers, Brewers, Astros, boom, 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 top four teams in terms of getting home run production out of that spot, out of the right field spot. All right, we asked Bloom about homers, and we also asked him about bullpen construction because I said all along, I said, you have to pay for certainty. There is no such thing in life as certainty, as absolute certainty, but there is baseball certainty. There is paying for guys that you have a pretty good idea what they're going to give you. 
And with a bullpen, that's not really how they viewed it this year. And it really came back to bite them. So are they going to approach it differently? Are they going to do something more than what they did with Jake Diekman? I guess that's the, the closest they came. And you listen to High and Bloom, I wouldn't count on it. In other words, I think there's a worse chance of them signing Edwin Diaz. I'll say it right now, a worse chance of signing Edwin Diaz than actually signing Aaron Judge. I don't think they're going to sign either, but there you go. So I, uh, we just wanted to give you sort of a primer for the offseason. This is a good one. Heimblum, sitting down with Heimblum to talk first about home runs and then about bullpen. All right, in case you don't know, in case you forgot, subscribe, rate, leave a nice review, and most importantly, listen. All right, here's Heimblum. Going to this, this offseason, are you going to value home runs maybe more? Do you think that maybe even you have in, in other times? Yeah, it's, it, it, I don't think we were undervaluing them coming into this season. Just obviously we haven't hit a ton of them. And some of that has been a little unexpected from guys that you would expect to demonstrate more power. Some of it, you know, certain spots on the field was a little bit more of a conscious choice, but not because we didn't value home runs, just because we were looking for different ways to to improve our defense. Actually, one of the reasons that uh, we were so interested in Trevor is because he does both. Right. Uh, just unfortunately, he hasn't been on the field as much as we would have liked. And, uh, you know, it, it obviously took him a little while to get going. But uh, look, it's you don't want to sell out for him to the exclusion of other things that help you win baseball games. No, but a lot you of can games, say that about yeah. a lot of things, right? Yeah, you, know, you, have to, you have to make your choices. A, a lot of the games we haven't won, we haven't won, not because of homers, but because we haven't executed in some other areas of the game. But... There's a reason that they're valued. The reason people pay for them. It's one of the. It's the quickest way to score, and uh, in today's game, with <laughs> how tough true. it is to hit, it you sometimes need to be able to score runs in bunches, and that's one of the ways to do it. We obviously have not gotten the power production out of this year's club that we expected to get. Mm. Um, we we want and need to do better in that regard. But I don't think it was you know whatever shortfall we've had this year. I don't think came from us deciding to value home run power any less. I, I think it's a combination of, you know, wanting to make sure we improve the club in some different ways and then just the way the season played out and just kind of the, the years that some guys have had. So, but it'd be fair to say, okay, you know, not less or more, but going in, it might be a priority. That you yeah, look, I mean, last year and this year, our offense was kind of built uh, not necessarily as, you know, you can, they're not saying anything that isn't visible just in the, in the numbers that, um, you know, and we've had, even this year, we still have had a pretty good offense despite that. Mm. Uh, and last year, uh, you know, the offense was also good, but it was an offense that mostly thrived on damage. When we were at our best, we controlled the zone and we had good at bats. But this was an offense that that was not necessarily the calling card. The calling card was we were going to be able to damage the baseball. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to do that really well without being able to hit it over the fence. Mm -hmm. So to some degree that has been who we are now, a lot of the conversations that we've had, you know, going back to the team that we became last year in the postseason, or even uh, at stretches this year when we've played better uh, is that team coming to the plate with a good consistent approach, controlling at bats, controlling the strike zone, just keeping the quality of quality of a bats high. We need to do that too. But there's no question a lot of the guys in this lineup, and Rafi's probably the best example, mm -hmm. um, he's going to swing, but he he hits the ball so hard and he's such a talented hitter uh, that he's going to be able to do damage. And that's a huge part of our identity, and so we need to make sure that that we have enough home run power to back that up. If there up. was only a person who's going to be a free agent who hits home runs, <laughs> I think. Bullpens are a hard thing to, to build. I mean, 
ask any GM, old, young, anything. It's the hardest thing to build, I think, right? Well, it's definitely it's the, the most thing that right? when, when it's not going well, it yeah. will cost you the most sleep. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, so going in, you were banking on some things, and, and some things actually worked out much better. Schreiber, um, Hulk actually emerged and everything else. Do you look at it as what's your view of, of paying for certainty? The, with the understanding there is no such thing as certainty. But paying for the idea of certainty. Obviously, when you pay more money for someone, you're paying for a better idea of what you think you're going to get. And I know you did that with Ottavino. You did that to a certain extent with Diekman. Um, but you know, what's your viewpoint of having an anchor, some anchor, some something along those lines going forward? Do you value it more after what you went through this year, or is it the same approach? Um, you know, I think we valued it coming into this year. But to me, it's not really about the size of the check. I think there's less correlation there with relievers uh, than in other areas of the game where, uh, you know, in building a bullpen, guys emerge in different ways and you can maximize guys in different ways. So I do think you want reliable guys that you can count on. Um, that doesn't always correlate with, hmm. you know, what their salary is. In fact, when you look around us, including in our own division, uh, teams around us that have had good bullpens in almost every case, the best work in those bullpens is not being done by the guys who are making the most money. So it really comes down to putting together a good bullpen. So we absolutely want more reliability, more predictability than we had down there this year. And that's something, you know, I probably lost more sleep about, about that than anything else yeah. because, you know, it's something that I take a lot of pride in making sure that, you know, our roster is well set up in terms of being able to shut down games and finish games. Um, you know, something that I know, um, you know, coming in here from where I came from was something that became a hallmark over there. Now, we had some tough years with it over there, too. We mm -hmm. didn't nail every choice, uh, but especially recently, it's obviously been a strength. Uh, so, you know, that's something where uh, we need to do better, not just in terms of acquisition, but in terms of how we're setting guys up for success, how we're getting the most out of guys, helping guys be the best versions of themselves. I think with relievers, like that's such a big part of it is helping them know because they're not in the game for very long. It really a lot of times comes down to them having a really good feel for their strengths mm -hmm. and how they can attack guys and having great confidence in those strengths. Mm -hmm. And so that's an area, I think, organizationally for us, for us just to level up in. And, and you know, when I look at and, and we've dissected uh, a lot of the thought process that went into who we targeted, who we got, um, you know, I do think, broadly speaking, we we were looking at a lot of the right guys, but just the way it came together, you know, some of the chances we either did take or didn't take just didn't add up the way we wanted this mm -hmm, year. Mm -hmm. um, I think we're, you know, I'm hopeful and I think we have been seeing it a little bit lately and I'm hopeful we can finish the season on a high note. You know, you look at someone like Barnsey who's kind of, you know, reemerging after going through a tough period, you know, it gets to sometimes the, the, the roller coasters you ride with these sure. guys, regardless of what their paycheck is. Yeah. Um, and some of these young guys getting chances to emerge. Uh, that's an area where bottom line, you said it, you want to have reliability hmm. that that's different to me. It sometimes can line up with big expenditure, but sometimes it's just about finding the right guy. Hmm. I mean, part of the reason we went and we got, we got Otto was because of Herman who came with him right? and we were able to get both those guys. So it kind of served a dual purpose. And because we had, we were looking, um, to try to do a lot of different things at once to build and win. We ended up coming into a guy who not only did great work pretty much wire to wire for us, but also was a tremendous mentor out there and helped a lot of guys and helped Garrett come along and, and helped us in a lot of different ways. So mm -hmm. there's all different ways to find these guys. 
the important thing is to make sure we're on the right guys and we are getting those reliable options because nothing makes it easier for me to sleep, for Alex to sleep, for Bushy to sleep than feeling good about who is going to finish games when you have the lead. I have the solutions. We have identified that you need home runs and you need a, a bullpen arm. A guy named Shohei Atani can do both. <laughs> there you go. See, that's, that's, I'm thinking outside the box. Uh,